BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Here's my favorite rant for the day excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at tomhartman.com. Greetings, my friends, patriots, lovers of democracy, truth, and justice, believers in peace, freedom, and the American way. Tom Hartman here with you. Well, the, the cluelessness of so many people in the media rolls on. I was, I was gratified to see about a half a dozen people yesterday on Twitter were uh, tweeting about the two Santa Claus theory. But the media just doesn't get it. And neither do most Democrats, which is frankly astonishing to me because there's there's not a at least a senior Republican. I mean, you might have, you know, people who've served a couple of terms in the House of Representatives or they just showed up recently uh, who didn't get the memo, as it were. But the memo was published in The Wall Street Journal back in the 1970s by June Wininsky when Republicans are in office, run up the debt as high as you can. And then when Democrats come into office, and this is why they just did a two-year budget deal that was voted on this morning, because it going, it's going to expire in 2019, which, surprise, surprise, is right after it's possible that a Democratic House or a Democratic Senate will have been sworn in. So when Democrats are in power, scream about the debt. Oh, my God, the debt. It's going to kill our children. It's going to, every household in America owes $170,000. Oh, gee, it's a, you know, all hysteria, all unnecessary, all BS, but this is their thing. Scream about the debt when a Democrat is in, is in Congress. So as Jude Wininsky counseled the Republicans, you can force the Democrats to shoot their Santa Claus. And it's happened twice with the last two Democrats. Bill Clinton declaring the era of big government is over and welfare as we know it is dead, right? Number one. And number two, Barack Obama. Hey, let's have a chain CPI. Let's cut Social Security. This is exactly what the Republicans want Democrats to do. Jude Wininsky pointed out back in 1974 in the Wall Street Journal. And, of course, he was a big Republican. Uh, he, you know, he, he participated in the creation of things like the Heritage Foundation. I mean, this guy was huge. Uh, Ed Crane at Cato, you know, uh, wrote a eulogy for him that was just effusive when he died, I think it was in 2005. Jude Wininsky said, the Democrats have always been the party of Santa Claus. Democrats gave America free college education, free public education, public schools. That was a democratic idea. Uh, free, uh, uh, not free, but you know, social security, Medicare, Medicaid, Unemployment insurance, fought by the Republicans tooth and nail back in the 1930s, a Democratic idea. Protection of our food and our drugs and our environment, Democratic ideas. Yes, the EPA was passed under Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon tried to veto it. Republicans hated it. 
But Democrats controlled the House of Representatives back then, and I think for a little while in there they, were, they controlled the Senate. Um, all, basically, I mean, you name it, right? Uh, outside of, the, of the, uh, the federal highway system, which FDR did, or excuse me, which Eisenhower did over the objection of many of his Republicans, not all, because back then, back in the 1950s, you had a lot of Republicans who thought, hey, the New Deal wasn't such a bad idea. It got us out of the Depression. But the, the simple thing that Jude Wininsky pointed out was that the Republicans have always been viewed as the party of Scrooge. They opposed every single one of those things. And Wininsky said in the Wall Street Journal in the 70s, he said, if the Republican Party is going to survive long term, we have to become a Santa Claus party. You know, history shows, FDR taught us that parties that give people to the, things to the people, things that the people actually want and need, parties who fulfill the constitutional mandate, which is in the preamble to the Constitution, in the opening to Article 1, Section 8, which defines how Congress can, can appropriate and spend money, and in the end of Article 1, Section 8, people who, parties who, who serve the common good, parties who fund the common good, parties who expand the, excuse me, the general welfare is the phrase in the Constitution. Parties that expand the general welfare, the, you know, the good of the people through the commons. Those parties win elections over and over and over again. Those parties took over all of Western Europe. They took over, you know, much of Central and South America, at least for a while, until the billionaires rose up and, and you know, funded right-wing coups and things. And so, Wininsky said, the Republicans have to become a, have to become a, a Santa Claus party, too. So how do you do it? How do you become Santa Claus if you hate giving people to thing, uh, giving things to people? Well, the, the obvious answer was become the party of tax cuts. But, Barry Goldwater said, if you cut taxes, and back then, keep in mind, the top income tax rate was 91%. 91%. And the corporate tax, was pre the corporations were paying almost a third of all the cost of the federal government right now, right now or back then. Right now, they're paying about 11%. And, and that's going to go radically down now with the GOP tax scam. So keep in mind, back then, taxes were really high. But, but Barry Goldwater and others in the Republican Party said, but wait a minute. If you become the, the party of tax cuts, you're going to run up the debt. And that's not a Republican thing to do. That's not a conservative thing to do. We believe in fiscal sanity. And Jude Wininsky said, it doesn't matter. You can be fiscally sane when you have power. But right now, your guys are out of power. It was 1974. Richard Nixon resigned in August of that year. The, the, the prospect for the party, I mean, people all across America, Republican consultants, were convinced that the Republican Party was going to go the way of the Whigs. There was even talk about inventing a new party. Third parties were coming out. Uh, you know, Liberty Party, the, the Libertarian Party, the, 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 uh, there was a bunch of them. And the, the big question in 74 was, what's going to replace the Republicans? They're doomed. They're screwed. And Wininsky said, no, 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 no. This is easy. Don't worry about those debts. Don't worry about those deficits. Because when Republicans are in charge, you run the debt up as hard and as high as you can, as fast as you can, because you're not going to be in power forever. And then once the Democrats win, which they do, we have a system that goes back and forth and back and forth, you know, more or less every eight to 12 years. When Democrats come into power, then you scream about the deficit. Then, oh, my God, our kids are, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And, and proclaim, as Paul Ryan did yesterday, as Rand Paul did last night in the Senate, 
proclaim loudly, the only solution to this deficit problem is to cut spending, which is a euphemism for, ah, it's now time to dial back Medicare, dial back Medicaid. In fact, if we can, kill the damn programs off altogether, do away with welfare, do away with aid to dependent children, do away with educational programs, do away with, you know, any possibility that we're ever going to support free college education. In fact, cut back on public education to push people into for-profit charter schools because our billionaires are well invested in them and they want to return on their damn investment. And thus the Republican Party becomes the, the Santa Claus tax cut, uh, the, the Santa Claus of tax cuts. The added benefit, Wininski pointed out, and Reagan proved, is that if you triple the national debt, as Reagan did in his eight years, and spend that money, he gave about half of it to his billionaire buddies. Keep in mind, when Reagan came into office, the top tax rate was 74%. You know, he dropped it down to 25%. By the time he left, it was around 30%, as I recall. It went back up again a little bit. But it's, it's been below 50% since Reagan. Which, and whenever the top tax rate is below 50%, what you get is massive inequality in the economy. The rich get richer and richer and richer, and 100% of all new, uh, of, the, of the principal gains from our, from our economic growth, all new growth, has, gone, has accrued to the top 10% of Americans. And of that, about 80% of it went to the top 1%. This is the result of cutting taxes. So, you know, the Republicans are simply following their game plan. They're being Santa Claus. But here we have Paul Krugman, fraudulence of the fiscal hawks, like he's going he's gonna to rub it in their face. Paul Ryan used to be a, a, a budget hawk, a deficit hawk. Now he's okay with his giant deficits. Alan Rappaport writing the New York Times, the headline, Republicans learned to love deficit spending they once loathed. No, they loved it during Reagan, they loved it during Bush, and they love it now during Trump. They only hate it when a Democrat's in office. Here's another one. Oh, this, actually, this is, another, this is the Financial Times. They're, they're all over the place. These guys are clueless. Somebody tell them. It's the two Santa Claus theory. This is the Tom Hartman Program. Jude Wininski lives. We'll be back. It's Anything Goes Friday. We'll be back. Your calls on any topic you'd like. Stick around. On today's program, Anything Goes Friday, plus uh, there's a big push for broadband, uh, uh, community-owned broadband here in Portland, Oregon. It's happening in cities all over America since the Republicans destroyed net neutrality. Uh, So we'll see where all that goes. Check it out. Our free podcast, commercial-free podcast, excuse me, they're not free. Commercial-free podcast available at TomHartman.com. And, of course, you know, free clips of the show throughout the day uh, here on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook.